now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for July the 14th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk about public fights. You want to hear about that time you saw some fisticuffs go down. Also, uh, terrible choices you've made, uh, specifically regarding your kids and the things you've let them play with. We're talking markers, juice boxes, uh, power tools, you know the stuff. And your pets, what kind of music do they like? Or do you wonder if they hate your music? And do you care? All right, here we go. This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, you may have noticed a bit of um, mosquitoes. In the evenings over the past couple of days. Yeah, they amped up again. They did amp up again. Uh, the numbers were low in the spring here in the city due to the dry weather. Uh, but the coming of the rain that we've had, and we've had a lot of it, has caused a population boom. So if you're being bit, uh, you're not the only one. We have a couple tubes of afterbite at home. Yeah. Like, oh, son of a... You know where... put some afterbite on. I got the worst mosquito bite on the bottom of my big toe... Near the inside, not the outside of the foot, but the inside oh, on my on my left that is foot. The worst it is spot the, ever. So when I put my foot down, yeah, or if I like go up on my toes, the itch is insane. But it's not like how do I explain it? It's not on the curve of the toe. It's kind of almost between the toes. Yeah, but still on the bottom. Yeah, it is the worst spot. So every time you walk, it's yeah. like oh yeah, and then it gets itchy again. Yeah. It's like getting a mosquito bite right in the middle of your arch. Oh, I've got one of those, too. Oh, (laughs) Right here. You should probably cover your feet up. The first thing I did this morning when I got up was I started scratching the inside of my foot, the arch of my foot of my left foot. Oh, basically in any, like, fold or arch of your body, it's terrible. Like, behind your knee, that's terrible. Yeah, behind your knee is dumb. Your your butt crack? I don't know if I've ever had a mosquito butt crack. Really? You've never had a mosquito in your butt crack? No. Oh, yeah. I've I don't had think one so. Of those. Yeah. That's <laughs> just an excuse to scratch your ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> they say the good news is, though, is that the numbers are starting to drop, uh, but there is apparently another hatching waiting in the wings. Mm, great. Another stinging pest, the yellow jacket, has also had a really good year thanks to the dry weather and then the wet weather. Yeah. So if you start to see some yellow jackets or an increase in them, those are the worst yellow jackets. Yeah. Uh, growing up in the country in Manitoba, mm-hmm. we had, the mosquitoes were so bad and we were just terrible to the environment because to get rid of the mosquitoes, we'd have like massive standing water in the ditch. And I remember as a child going to the ditch with a little bit of oil and we would do a drop of oil in the ditch like every couple feet and it would just go poof and you just see the oil slick <laughs> and it would literally kill all the mosquitoes. <laughs> You, that's that's how you get rid of them. You, you oil, you poured oil into the environment. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Like oil from like 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 car motor oil. Motor oil. Yeah. oil. We had a big barrel that uh, was all the old oil from all our oil changes, and we just scoop with like a primer cap. Yeah, a paint can cap. And of course, just, you guys had a primer. Yeah, yeah, you yeah just sure. Drop it in. Bloop, 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 bloop. Did that actually work? Yeah, killed them. Is that much oil? Like if you were honest and just doing drops? Yeah, it was just drops. Were you dumping buckets? No, no, because then the water would dry up and you have big oil slick there. Okay. No, it's just literally just little droplets. Is <laughs> a drop of water that bad then? For no mosquitoes? I mean, right? a drop of oil? Yeah. When it dried up, you didn't see an oil slick. It it just put a film on the water. And then I guess the mosquitoes can't come out of the water or something. I don't know what it is. But it just killed them. That's all I know. 
This text here says mineral oil is biodegradable. That works, too. Oh, that's totally what I was putting in. <laughs> 10W30 mineral oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. No, no one else listening right now has ever dumped oil. No, I know. I was waiting for someone to be no. like, oh, I totally put oil in the water. I'm, I'm looking for one, and there, there, there isn't a Come single on. one. Come on, guys. No, sorry about that. It actually worked. <laughs> All right, traffic on the major highway between Edmonton and Leduc was backed up last night. Highway 2 southbound was jammed. Traffic was down to one lane at around 6.30 p.m., and people were pissed. Uh, you want to know what happened? An old RV was on the side of the highway, completely burnt out and charred. Oh, like meth lab styles? I don't know. Police and fire crews were on scene. There's no word whether a crash occurred or if anyone was injured. It was just an RV, an old RV on fire. Hmm. QE2 southbound just north of Leduc was down to one lane because of, uh, I guess, that. Odd place to park your RV to make meth. <laughs> Do you think that's what it was? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I mean. Th- I'm going to guess it was probably just a old RV that had a short. And just caught on fire. And caught on fire, and, yeah. Boy, when those RVs burn, there's like nothing it to is. them. There's burnt. nothing to them. There's literally the frame of an RV on Twitter and that's it. So if you were sitting in that, that was that's what was going down. Mm-hmm. All right, off to Ontario we go for this next story here. A Guelph man had to have his vehicle pulled over after he was spotted driving without headlights on Monday night. Now you're probably thinking, okay, well, whatever, right? Typical traffic stop. You yeah. do need headlights to drive at night. Well, when police uh, walked over to his vehicle, they spotted what appeared to be a bicycle light coming out of his car. Oh, so they said, sir, you know, could you please shut off the light? Yeah. It turns out he was wearing a headlamp. For what? He Instead any- of... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> because his headlights uh, were working, no. he decided to strap on a headlamp and go for a cruise. Who does that? Police radar clocked the vehicle going 108 kilometers per hour. <laughs> Noticed it had no exter- uh, working exterior lights, headlights, or taillights. So obviously they pulled it over. Uh, the driver said that he knew his headlights weren't working, and that's why he put the LED headlamp on his forehead. <laughs> to go for Just stop the car. Yeah, the 35-year-old man has now been charged with speeding and operating an unsafe vehicle. My <laughs> <laughs> it- <laughs> brother got fined for having no taillights and no bumper. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, that was a big fine. Wouldn't the move to put the the headlamp light on like the on your bumper of your car though wouldn't that be the idea that's the smarter idea actually mounted on the car yeah and then you've got a headlight i don't know if it's doing you any good i guess he could see his dashboard then i guess he could see that he's speeding yeah (laughs) (laughs) what an idiot (laughs) all right for those of you who cut the cord last year Mm -hmm. in other words you decided to ditch your cable you're probably thinking to yourself yeah i showed those guys f them well, a lot of people did decide to cut their cable last year. As a matter of fact, almost 158,000 people across the country. However, companies are now coming forward to the CRTC saying that that didn't even make a dent in their uh, profits. Uh, why do they go and tell the CRTC that? Are they bragging? Yeah, yeah. they're bragging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because... Like last year, they're like, oh, ad revenues are down. We need help. We yeah. need help. So nope. a special fund is set up for them. And then now they're like, oh, whatever. Yep, they're saying, yeah. It didn't even affect us. No, it didn't even cause a dent in <sighs> the company's profits. Now, there's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, first of all, they fired a lot of people. Mm. So they cut their expenses uh, by employing fewer people. 
As a matter of fact, 6.3% of the workforce was let go. Jeez. Uh, 27,244 people. Mm. So that's how they save money. So basically, every time you shut off your cable, someone gets fired. Oh, no. That no. sucks. That's what they're saying. <laughs> just, just so you know, cord cutters, like, of course, you have options. Do what you like. But every time you do disconnect from shot, we are firing. That's Mike's pretty much what they're like, saying. Guys, yeah. don't cancel. Please don't cancel Please. your cable. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So that's pretty much the, one of the main reasons as to why. Yeah, why they didn't take a lot. They're just getting rid of wages. You guys, you guys still have cable, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm yeah. afraid because uh, I don't want to get rid of it either. I still like it. I just like the convenience of everything. Yeah, yeah. samesies. I'm afraid yeah. though, all these cord cutters are going to wreck it for you and me. Because they're going to jack prices. Yeah, they're going to have to. Because they're not going to lose money. The cable companies will not lose money. If they jack me more, then I'm going to have to cut it. They'll run out of people to fire, and then mm-hmm. me and you are going to be paying like I don't know. $15,000 a month for cable. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I will just eventually cut it all and then pff, I'll go back to reading books. Oh, gross. Well, what did you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call that bluff. They know you're not good at it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what did you say we were paying for? Well, just. Uh, the other day we were going over our budget. Yeah, one bill was like $207. I'm like, pff, Yeah, that's monthly. For that's cable crazy. and uh, internet. Uh, but the other way in which those companies are making money is because when you cut your cord, you still need internet. Right. Yeah. So the internet it's the prices. Same providers. Yeah, it's the same yeah. providers. Then you want the good internet. You want so the you jack yeah. That up. Yeah. You <laughs> jack up your internet speeds because you want the good stuff so you can watch all your mm-hmm. online and so they're you know like the, your money isn't all they going. They get my money either way. Yeah. Either way, they I'm just get bending it. Bending over backwards. I'm for not. You guys. A, I'm not afraid to cut cable. I just. I really don't. You know what it is? It's FOMO. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be missing out on something if I don't have cable. Yeah, imagine if you cut cable and they announce that Nashville is coming back and you can't watch it because you're only online. Right? That sucks. Yeah, you'd miss out. Young and the Restless. How do I watch that? You can't take that risk. <laughs> what is there a number, like a price for you guys? They're like, no, I'm not paying this a month. Uh... If everything's hitting 250 that's ridiculous. Oh, I'm you, done. You wouldn't pay $40 more dollars a nope. month? Nope. So if our internet and cable bill becomes up to two hundred and fifty dollars a month, you're cutting cable. Yeah, that's t- no, nope, we won't. too bad. No, no. Uh, no even we don't believe you. No one yeah. believes you. Not a single person listening right now. Oh, great. Yeah, and people are saying Nashville is apparently coming back. Yeah, apparently it's coming on the CW. On the CW, well, that's yeah. pretty cool. I heard. <laughs> Alrighty, if you are uh, really interested in the new UK Prime Minister, and if you've been Googling her name left, right, and center, of course, that is Theresa May, uh, you probably didn't come up with a, any information about her. Mm-hmm. Because just like everybody else, if you misspelled her name, you came across... A porn star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Many have confused Theresa May, Britain's Home Secretary, who is set to take over David Cameron as Prime Minister. Uh, I guess they spell her name wrong. And they come across a ton of topless selfies. <laughs> Hashtag Theresa May was trending on Twitter as people mistakenly congratulated the porn star <laughs> for becoming Prime Minister. Like, wow, you've come a long way. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at the picture there. Yep. 
She doesn't look anything like no, the Prime Minister. No, she does not look anything like the new Prime Minister of the UK. So, <laughs> All right, I want you guys to be prepared for this next story because if you're uh, starting off your summer or your summer vacation and you're just going to be sitting back and drinking a ton of beer, it's about to get a little less fun. Four of the biggest brewers in the States will start listing nutritional information on every can of beer. That means every time you take a swig, you'll come face to face with the exact calorie count of that beer you're ingesting. What a drag. You know beer's not the greatest. You don't need a label to tell you. Right? I think you... Well, what's how many calories are in a beer? About 120? Uh, I'd go a little more. I have no idea. I'd probably say a bit more than that. 150? 150 calories in a can of beer? I'd go almost 200. Holy. (laughs) Now it's a concern. (laughs) Now I'm worried. (laughs) What's the calories in a can of beer? The label will also include information about carbohydrates, protein, fat, and of course, alcohol by by volume. Uh, I think they're just doing this so that you can make better choices on what you're drinking or what you're putting into your body. One can of beer? Yeah. Around 154 calories. How did they get away with not having it on there before? Uh, Don't you have to have it's it on? It's probably on the case. No? Is it? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I bought a case of beer I don't, I don't like two the beer weeks case. ago, and I didn't see any. No. Just rip it to shreds yeah, as soon as you get home. <laughs> tear it open like a yeah. monster. Like, oh, look, then, we, look, look, look. then we throw it in our fire pit. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't uh, We don't ever pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, average can, I guess, 154 calories. Is that a big issue? Yeah, that is. Because oh, you have six of those. That's... Well, you just don't think about that. Right? Like, if you have a six... thousand calories. Yeah, that's a thousand calories. In other words... So we'll, don't eat, just drink. That's the new model. Oh. <laughs> Good point, Marge. <laughs> Something I learned on the show today. Yeah, yeah that's right. Eat, just drink. With how many calories are in a beer? Don't bother eating. Just uh, drink away mm-hmm. your sorrows. Wonderful. All right, this woman is making the news because she got the uh, most ultimate revenge on her husband. Now, um, I'm going to say that this probably felt great for this woman because first of all, this guy wasn't exactly top grade. As a matter of fact. Uh, he was abusing her. Mm-hmm. So her name is Fan Chuang. And she uh, had enough. She said that she was tired of being repeatedly abused by her husband. So one day she squeezed her husband's balls for five minutes straight. What? Until neighbors intervened. But because she squeezed his balls for five minutes, yeah. he died. You can die over that? So now she murdered him. Well, here's what she did. Apparently, while squeezing, she also jumped on his stomach, which caused him to vomit. (laughs) How? This all went down in Vietnam. So he laid there and took it like a champ initially? Well, I don't think he could move. Well, you're still going to be able to do something. If someone's got like the death grip on my boys, you could do something. I would never let it get to the point where someone's able to still have a grip on my boys, spin around, and jump on my and belly. And jump on your stomach? That is, that's I, insane. I don't know, would, is that, would that be very painful? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, okay. Did she tie him up? I'm, no, I'm I don't guessing think his hands were tied. No, they say hearing screams from everyone involved, neighbors ran into the house where they found her sitting on her husband, his private area grasped in her hand, and his face was purple. She finally agreed to release them. And police sped to the house. The testicles had been crushed 
for at least five minutes. And by doing that, he slipped into a state of unconsciousness. Holy crap. And then died. And then died. Yeah. Wow. So that's why he didn't fight her off. Because, because that he force, passed out. He passed out. Wow. Uh, this uh, post on the app says, Geez, stories like this make me so damn happy to be single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you... He obviously sounds like a terrible person. Yeah, he was a terrible person. Yeah. Uh, but five minutes is an incredibly long time. Like, think of, like, a, a swift kick and how mm-hmm. much that is. Like, five minutes is forever. Of, like, death grip. Yeah, I think that's why he passed out. Maybe we would pass out. Imagine the, that's, like, a, a lot of passion. Like, when someone's already, like, asleep, passed out from the pain, and you're still crushing. Crushing Yeah. It. Yeah. She's angry. She is angry indeed. (laughs) All right, a couple of things going on in sports. First of all, tonight the Eskimos are in Winnipeg in CFL action, which is kind of cool. 6.30 is the kickoff time if you want to check that out. Uh, And the ESPY Awards were last night. Uh, LeBron James on stage joining uh, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Paul to address the police shootings of black men in a joint speech at the opening of the 2016 ESPYs last night. John Cena played host. And then he took the stage for a little comic relief. Uh, some of the big winners, best record, uh, record, best record-breaking performance, Stephen Curry. Mm. Best team, Cleveland Cavaliers. Best female athlete, Brianna Stewart. Best male athlete, LeBron James. Best upset, Holly Holm over Ronda Rousey. And best NHL player went to Sid the Kid. Yeah. So there you go. All right, it's going to be an okay day today. We are going to see a mix of sun and cloud, which is nice. We're going to see a high of about 22 degrees. Wind, meh, it's not, not going to be too bad. Just a pleasant day. Mm-hmm. It is 620, and we're sitting at 13 degrees. Good morning. I just want to share Salt Beef Junkies sure. uh, text with you. Yeah. It says, hey guys, you're talking calories. I bought the 1.5 kilogram bag of chocolate covered almonds <gasps> and I ate them all in two settings. Just for clarification, there is a 8,250 calories in the bag. Oh, wow. 8,250 8, calories. calories in the bag. And that uh, 1.5 kilogram to pounds, 3.3 pounds oh. of chocolate covered almonds. You know what? <laughs> those salt beef, I hear you because what's the name of that bag of chocolate that I bought at Costco? Oh, Scrappers, Snappies, Snappers, Snappers. I oh, think those need to get off the shelf. They're chocolate covered pretzels with like a caramel center. I think I took a picture of them. They I bought so a whole bag of them. That bag's gone. I just bought that bag. Yeah, I ate like half of it for dinner last night. <laughs> just the worst. It's like I'll skip the veggies. Tonight. Yeah, oh, it's just awful. Uh, this text here said, "Good morning, guys. Just want to give people a heads up if they're traveling rural roads southeast of the city. It's really foggy. Still, yeah. I just drove from Sherwood Park to Niskew and it was foggy the whole drive. So mm. keep that in mind. All right, guys, uh, listen up because this uh, next survey is for." you this morning. A new survey is out that found that 33% of men are less likely to go to the doctor than women. Absolutely. And yeah, I know. Yeah. You you got you're he's the worst. Five. You don't go for anything. You finally got me on the doctor bandwagon. I went and they didn't help me so I gave up. You need a new doctor. That dog is that's the same one you use. Yeah, and he likes me and does things for me. I can't even I can't hear him. He's a low talker. I'm like, <sighs> "What?" And that's true. I can only get so close to his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a. It's it's actually really bad because he just kind of dumps down here yeah. like this, and then I'm like, what? And then he hands me a prescription. I'm like, for what? Just make sure that you take like one of these per day. Yeah. And then I'll give you a call back. And then he like 
disappears. He walks out of the room backwards in this door. Yeah, he does, the door yeah. Closes. I'm like, okay, what is he doing? <laughs> and he's got a computer in there here, like, click, 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 click. And then he comes out, he's like, so you can take some attention. <laughs> yeah, like, what? It's really bad. And then he disappears again, backwards. <laughs> yeah, well, and Crash can't hear anything because no. of your headphones anyhow. Well, a new survey found that men are 33% less likely to go to than women to go to the doctor uh, on a regular basis. Here are the reasons why. Are you ready? Mm. Number seven. It's too cold at the doctor's office. Too co- guys have used that as guys an excuse? Guys have used that as an excuse. They don't want to sit and wait because it's too cold. <laughs> Uh, they don't want to answer personal questions that the doctor gives to them. I don't mind doing that. Okay. Uh, I just can't hear them. <laughs> 8% of guys said they didn't like being naked under a gown if they were asked to wear one. Really? 12% said they didn't like stepping on a scale. Hmm. 19% said that they don't like uncomfortable body exams. <laughs> 22% of men said that they are afraid to hear what might be wrong and they'd rather not know. Oh. And 24% of dudes said they were just flat out way too busy to spend any time seeing a doctor. Yeah, I can see that. Ginger, when was the last time you went to the doctor for a legit problem? I don't think I've been as an adult. What? Yeah. You haven't been to the doctor? No, I don't like have a doctor or I don't think I've ever had a doctor. I remember being a kid and going to the doctor. You've never quickly ran to a walking clinic, no. saw a doctor there? No. Really? It's that second, re- that second last. I don't want to know. You're afraid of what might be yeah. wrong? Yeah. Mm. Unless I, I guess unless I had to. I'd probably just go to a hospital though if I had to. Well, if you, you gotta... let it get that bad that you would have to go to emergency? I think so, yeah. Like, what did you go to the doctor for? Uh, I've been there numerous times. Uh, lung issues. Oh, uh, yeah, right. I had pains in well, my voice. Well, you're falling apart, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, when your you're, uh, parts pain was weird. Yeah, that the parts pain, one. yeah. And then, like, that one, I didn't want to do because they literally had to, like, I lay on the table with a sheet on. Then they pull my bits through the sheet. They're like... Yeah, they had a hole. They had a hole like cut in the sheet. Yeah. And then they have other people come in the room and they're like poking and prodding. It's like, like have you ever seen anything and, like this? Yeah, and they're like, come, hey, check this out. Look at this. Yeah. See, that was weird. And then like, it had they, to be done though. You had to figure out why yeah. your parts hurt. Then they ultrasound them, like with the they put the the gel on. Oh. And then it's like, and they're holding them. Like, what is happening here? They're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's texting in a panic. <laughs> they didn't find anything. People want to know if that was your phantom doctor that did that. <laughs> no, he didn't do that one. No, that was a, that one had to be a specialist. The yeah. doctor's sort of like the calorie count on the beer and the food. I'd just rather not know. Yeah, you'd rather mm-hmm. not know. Yeah. I just assume things are okay. Yeah. You know that like early detection for a lot of things as an adult is the best. Mm-hmm. But if I'm never diagnosed, then, then I technically never have it. <laughs> it's like shorting okay. this cat. Yeah. All right. It could be lingering. It could be lingering. Uh, so let's do a quick poll right now with the Now family. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like Ginge. Or, I mean, I guess like Crash, if you had your nuts pulled through a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird they showed me the ultrasound like, no. I was, like it's a baby? You got I'm, to see inside? Yeah, I got to see them. Oh, yeah. They showed me like it was a newborn baby. Did you get to keep it? Because you get to keep the baby. No, they didn't give me a print. They asked me if I wanted to see it. I'm like, no, it was a very weird role. You wanted to see it. Come on. (laughs) Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. I just want to read you some of the texts that are coming in from dudes who won't go to the doctor. They say why they're not going to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, we... 
or what they do. Mm, we want your excuses why you don't go to the doctor. Uh, yeah, your excuses as to why you're not going to the doctor. Uh, this text here says, I agree 100% with Ginge. 90% of the time I go to the doctor, it's a huge waste of time. Mm-hmm. So forget it. I'm just not going. Well, last time I went, and the, he signs me up for a bunch of blood work, get all that done. Yeah. They suck all my blood. Then it's sent back, and he's like, I'll call you when it's... Phantom uh, doctor. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, so I'm supposed to get a call. Never call That's because there's nothing wrong. When they don't call, there's nothing wrong. No, that's because my file slipped behind his desk. This text here <laughs> said, I missed my doctor's appointment three years ago because my kid got injured while playing a sport. I was charged $50 for missing that appointment, and I haven't paid it. They told me I was not welcome back until it's paid. (laughs) So I haven't gone back. Yep. Another one here says, I also just don't want to know. I like to believe that my body is healthy enough to heal anything that might happen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay. Uh, Here's another one said, yeah, I never go to the doctor. I'm too stubborn. Even if I need to get stitches, I'll just duct tape it and call it good. Or if I can't find duct tape, I'll use electrical tape. I swear the chemicals in it promote healing. That's <laughs> Shrek from Drayton Valley. I've done the electrical tape. That actually holds your skin together quite well. And it keeps it warm. It's nice. Or that's just like blood inside. Or I think something. that's just blood inside, yeah. Uh, Elaine in Castledown says my husband wouldn't go unless I force him to. Mm. I literally put him in the car and drive him there. You are a little stubborn with the doctor too, Mars. Uh, yeah, I'm like stubborn with the doctor. Like, if there's some issues, you're like, oh, I'm hold off, hold off, hold off. And I then hold finally off. you go. You're right. I do hold yeah, off, but I'll eventually go. You'd, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, my partner's excuse is every time she goes, they always find something wrong, so she's just stopped going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one way of never getting sick. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. This text here from a cop in the hood. Yeah. Says, hey, people, when you see a police car behind you with lights and sirens, get the F out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I see that happen, my stomach drops. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, son of a. Yeah, no kidding. And then when you pass me, I'm like, <gasps> oh, oh, that feels good. <laughs> that wasn't for me, thank God. Even though you have no oh, reason to be pulled over. I just don't like seeing the cherries. Yeah, I know. All right, I thought this would be, uh, you know, kind of fun. And we'll just do this really quickly with the... Uh, explosion of Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. And everybody's talking about it still. The injuries, where Mm. it's taking you. I've got a story uh, coming up about a woman who found out her husband was cheating on her through Pokemon Pokemon Go. Go. (laughs) It's just nuts. I want to know from you guys, uh, what game did you play in school that you could say was equally as popular and as hyped up as Pokemon Go is right now? Is there like or, or like what did you collect or was there one thing that sticks out from when you were a kid mm-hmm. that was so huge that it it just defined you and your pop culture? I know what yours is. Jax. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> Kids Google that. No. It, <laughs> no, it wasn't Jax. A little metal star and a bouncy ball. I I <laughs> She picked up at the five and dime. No, it wasn't Jax. I will tell you this, and I was quite young. I would have been in elementary school. Uh, marbles were really big. Okay. 
What? You guys didn't play with... Well, we didn't I did play, play with marbles. marbles. I definitely wasn't going to highlight that. You yeah. put your marbles in the Crown Royal bag? Yeah, the Crown Royal. But it was more or less like trading them. Like, I didn't really necessarily play a marble game. I've never played... It was played, more of a collection. Yeah. I've collected marbles, but I've never played marbles. I don't even know what you do. Because I know there's big balls yeah, I don't really and know little, either. little yeah. uh, marbles. But I remember getting like the Steelies and the... I... Uh, I tried to act like the cool kid and I had like rare ones. I would have ball bearings in my bag. Oh, you can't pass those off I as know, a marble. I thought it'd be cool, but they came from an old bearing in the garage. Oh, you tried to pass those off as I steelies. Did. I know yeah. what you were doing yeah. there. But they weren't the same size. They were weird. Yeah. Nobody that's wanted my. Uh, no, because my they ball knew. Yeah. They knew they weren't that's marbles. That's a good way to them. Come on. Uh, this text here says I played with marbles a lot, but I lost all the time. Mm. Which explains a lot, really. That's what that text says. <laughs> with marbles, do you play it like bocce ball? I don't know. I n- I've never played. Right? Like, and I was it? in like grade three yeah, when like, marbles became really popular. You lay out the big one and then you have to hit it with the small ones, maybe? Is that? That's I, what I'm yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Trish says marbles and pogs. Yeah, I did Ele- the pogs. Elementary school, good times, pogs, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat was huge. Yeah, that was so a big was craze. Street Fighter. Yeah. Remember when huge Street craze. Fighter? We used yeah. to play the Street Fighter arcade at the Max in Collingwood. Mm. Street Fighter 2. Yeah. It was the actual arcade. Yeah. Kids would line up. We'd stand there with our Slurpees. Hot Wheels. That's coming in. Hot Wheels, yeah. My brothers were big into the Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Here, let's jump to uh, Brian on one. How you doing, Brian? Well, I'm good, you? Yeah, doing pretty good. Pretty good, thanks. Okay, so uh, Pokemon Go is huge right now. Yeah. Think back when you were a kid. What was massive? Um, For me, it was Pogs. Yeah. See, I did the Pogs things. Yeah. I had so many Pogs. Yeah. I I spent too much money on some of those things. I think I spent like 50 bucks on a single Slammer once. Damn. Damn. Now, did you save your money for that, or you're the rich kid? I uh, know I had to save money for that. Yeah, I know the uh, the slammers. You could get some pretty impressive ones, eh? Yep. Now, were you good at pogs, or you just were good at collecting them? Uh, I was good at collecting them. Yeah. Yeah, that's like me and my marbles. Yeah, you just you jumped on the craze just by having just it. just by having it, but not yeah. necessarily playing it. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Thanks for that, Brian. No problem. Have a good day. Yeah. You too, bud. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Huh. Yeah, you missed out on Pogs, Mars. Uh, you know what? No, I everybody around me played Pogs. I just really couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here, I'm getting a lot of texts. People are saying crazy bones. What's crazy bones? It's when you and a few people toss little plastic figures about the size of a thumb towards the curb. The closest one to the curb won. And then it says, "I did not grow up in a rich neighborhood." Yeah, you're you're throwing like little plastic GI Joe characters at the curb, <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. called crazy. Bones? Yeah, that's called crazy bones. I've yeah. never heard of that in my life. Huh? A lot of people are texting in crazy bones. I thought that was when Mars dances. That's me at your wedding. We got old crazy bones out there. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. RCMP are searching for two suspects after police were led on a chase ending in Spruce Grove, stemming from a stolen vehicle investigation. Apparently, Stony Plain RCMP were trying to track down a white Ford F550 in Stony Plain, when officers believed they found the vehicle they were looking for, it almost struck their police cruiser and then took off. Damn. Officers tracked the truck to Highway 16A where it collided with another vehicle, but kept going, got all the way to Spruce Grove where uh, they were 
apprehended. They didn't spike belt it? Uh, no, they followed the truck and then it entered a wooded pathway system. Yeah. And people, they jumped out and ran. And oh, yeah, okay. so yeah. Uh, RCMP right now, though, are asking anyone with any information about this incident to contact police or, of course, Crime Stoppers. You can do so anonymously. All right, if you think the bugs are bad here in the city, because, well, we just had the story about the mosquitoes being pretty bad right now, at least you're not out in Gimli, Manitoba. Oh, no. This is so gross. Mounds of ankle-deep fish flies are piling up in the Manitoba town of Gimli, where town workers now have to scoop the bugs with shovels, filling dozens of garbage bags at a time. Yeah, they're... Normally, they're bad there normally, but this is really n- nasty. <laughs> they say the sh- this town is on the shore of Lake Winnipeg, mm. and apparently the fish flies there are usually pretty bad, but this year is really different. Easterly winds have carried the insects into the town in droves. The fish flies cover the sidewalks and the boardwalks by the beach. Mm. That was growing up, like uh, hanging out in the White Shell Provincial Park, doing uh, fishing and boating and stuff there. The fish flies were bad there. Like on the shoreline, you couldn't sit there and have a barbecue because all the huts and picnic tables are covered in these like dragonfly type things. That's what a fish fly looks like. It's like a weird, like big dragonfly type thing with a long tail. Oh, gross. And they stick to you. You pull and you're like, yeah. Flies only last live for 24 hours, and apparently they give off an atrocious smell once they die. Mm. They say the fish flies smell like the rotting carcasses of fish, <laughs> especially when they're wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say starting Monday, they bagged 42 garbage bags of fish flies. And they're literally sweeping them in piles that is and so shoveling gross. it. <laughs> now, Ginge, you've heard Crash's Manitoba bug stories. Yeah. This I, is now... Proof. Did you watch the video on the fish flies? I just put an uh, I just put a pickup in the app of yeah. a pile of them. Look at all those fish flies. Yeah, they're just weird. Their wings are gross. Their tails gross. Manitoba is so weird. This is the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's but why would you live there? Well, you get used to it. You don't get used to this. This is like, Mars, did you see this? Oh, yeah. It's like apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you just get used to it. And the good thing is they die off in like 24 hours, so you're fine. Just get rid of the carcasses. Get a leaf blower, blow them into the neighbor's yard. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) Individual ones die off in 24 hours. not like they just come July 13th and by the 14th they're all gone. Yeah, they keep going. Yeah, you got about a good month and a bit. Actually, maybe all summer. (laughs) 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 Melanie says, I'm heading to Gimli right now, my favorite place in the world. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking forward to these fish flies, though. It's her favorite place in the world. Is she a fish fly? Did a fish fly just text into the show? (laughs) A fish fly named Melanie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, off to Fredericton we go for this next story. A man who bought an old bobblehead doll a few years ago at the local Value Village in Fredericton, New Brunswick, has discovered his second-hand find is apparently a first-rate collectible. Oh, nice. Now, his name is Norman McDonald. He spotted a hockey player bobblehead, which was paid of, which was, pardon me, made out of paper mache. He took it home for $2.99 and uh, it turns out it is now a collector's item. What's it worth? Did well, he get, he must have been um, appraised. Uh, the collectible is dressed as a bo- in a Boston Bruins jersey, but the colors are that of the Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. 
He says uh, he did some research on it, and they figure it's worth about $4,000. Damn. What did he pay for it? $2.99. Cash in. Yeah, I would take cash it to the in casino on that, and double that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently, the <laughs> what he found was that the bobblehead is more than 50 years old. Did you know bobbleheads have been around for 50 years? Yeah, I can see that. I thought they were rather new. Me too. Really? Yeah. It, it was yeah. made in Japan in 1964 for the Laura Secord Candy Company as part of a limited edition promotion as part of a collect- collection of the original six NHL teams. Mm. He found one. There are only 11 others from that set known to still be in existence, and none of them in a Boston uniform in Canadian colors. If there's only Canadian 11, colors. you think it'd be worth more than four grand? I thought four grand is pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good for yeah, a Laura Secord bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's up to 10 grand here. Yeah, he's now um, talked to a, an appraiser in California, and uh, he believes that that appraiser in California sold two of them for twenty thousand dollars each. Mm-hmm. So his four grand may be amped up to about twenty grand. I'm going to say this guy's a bobblehead collector. He looks like one. He looks like a bobblehead yeah, collector. He yeah. looks like you'd have a whole shelf of bobbleheads. Hundred percent, all the way. He does. Yes. Yeah. He looks like his hobbies are uh, unique. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Air Miles customers are racing to redeem rewards before their aging miles expire. Uh, many claim, though, that they're having a problem doing it. Now, at the close of 2011, Air Miles said, listen, five-year expiry date on reward miles because no one's cashing them in. You guys are holding on to them for way too long. What that means is that on January 1st, 2017, any unused miles collected before 2012 will disappear and become worthless. Mm-hmm. The problem is, though, is that you've got, what, about six months now to do that? We're halfway through the year? Yeah, whatever points you accumulated in that five year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, people are crashing the website and cannot get through on the phone to redeem their reward miles. Uh, people are saying they're calling the customer care and they're being told the wait time is over two hours. Uh, I mean, you tried getting on the website. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. Well, I got on the website at like five o'clock this morning when no one was awake. Yeah. That's the only time you can redeem your points. Yeah, is that like your three in the morning? Yeah. And I put my collector number in. I have 1,911. <laughs> How long have you had that card for? <laughs> About seven years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're flying anywhere. No, I'm not. Well, and I looked at some of the things that I can redeem for, not even flights, yeah. but just like fun stuff. I'm going to say you don't even have enough points to get I a don't. movie ticket. No, you need like 9,000 points <laughs> to get things, so. Just going to let them go? Well, what do I do with them? I... I can't get anything for... You can't sell them? No, I can't sell them. I can't... No. Can you transfer air miles? No, you, I don't I think don't you know. can. Yeah. Like, give them, like, to you, per se? I, I don't know, maybe. I guess, like, someone nice, in this room, Nice yeah. gift. <laughs> Is, oh, I guess it would be, yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea, so... That's not a, you can't give air miles as a gift. <laughs> Happy birthday. Here's 60 air miles. It's a wedding gift. <laughs> You'll notice I, I forego cash this year. That seems a little tacky. Yeah, Instead, yeah. here's six air miles. Wasn't that a thing, though, at one point? To give air miles? Yeah, like about four years back when air miles were really popular. Mm. Weren't people, or am I thinking of another rewards? What happens, guys, I know this probably has happened to someone in the Now family. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're in a wonderful relationship for years. You collect tons of air Maybe miles. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And then you get divorced. What happens? Who's getting the air miles? Because these things are valuable, right? Of course People they're are losing valuable. their minds yeah. that they're expiring. Who, if you're getting divorced, who gets the air miles? I, I don't know. I would imagine you're... 
Do you go into a legal battle with that? You I would bet, have to. Your lawyers would have to figure you it out. You lawyer up for air miles? I bet it's just like anything else in the house, like cars and the property. It's got to be split. split your the points. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spend every, their dad gets the air miles every second weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you guys know I don't even have enough air miles points to get one ticket to see Fifth Harmony. <laughs> It's a sad day. It's a sad day. It's a sad day for Marzi. You can't even buy one <laughs> ticket. To see stupid Fifth Harmony. Why is that even an option? I have no idea. I have no idea. Alrighty, this story is interesting. And I guess, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Because what else is there to do? Uh, according to an ex-chief of the Defense Intelligence Agency uh, down in the States, most of the recovered ISIS laptops... Mm-hmm. Uh, had a, well, a lot of programs on them. Uh, and of course, it was the Americans' job to crack them and figure out what ISIS members were looking at. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the uh, number one downloaded thing on an ISIS laptop? Um, terrorist porn. Okay. Is that a subgenre? I'm guessing. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Like we chatted with someone yesterday. If you can think of it, it's on the internet. Yeah, I'm, right. gonna, I'm also going to go, I think. Most laptops, the most downloaded thing is porn. Yeah. I don't think the ice is any different. But I'm going to say it's like uh, like jihad porn. Like I'm going to say it's something to get them in trouble, like Western pornography. Oh, mm, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, well, according to this dude, every single laptop, rather than uh, important documents or strategy, 80% of every laptop was filled up with pornography. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do, they, do they highlight what kind, though? Because we need to know this. Right? Uh, uh, let me see here. Is it like bomb porn? No, it's <laughs> not. No, it's uh, it's not. It's uh, besides the really bad stuff, like the really illegal dark yeah. web stuff. It's mostly just Western pornography. Just run of the mill, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah, so boring. So everything they preach against, they're for. Well, they, like a whole string of goats was texted in. <laughs> <laughs> goats, uh, goats, and goats for days. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of goats, but uh, in this story, but people you, are wondering if uh, the second option is uh, cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. ISIS laptop, adult content, and cat videos. And grumpy cat. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that intelligence director would lie just no. to like sort of embarrass them? Like, say, maybe it's not porn. No, I'm and pretty sure it's porn. What else is there to do? Well, obviously it's porn. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, what if it wasn't? I still think they would say that just to sort of, like, uh, shame the ISIS members. Yeah. So we all like sit it, here and laugh at if them? If it was, like, boring statistics exactly. and stuff. Because, like you said, they're very anti any sort of, of course. pornography. Mm. He thinks the ISIS do protest too much. Mm. Yes, maybe. Mm. Well, if he did, it work because we all had a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. All right, the first image of Pennywise in the new It remake oh. has been released. And people who are terrified of clowns are saying that this image is going to give them nightmares for months. I'm worried about this because the original It was fantastic. Yes, it was. Are they going to ruin it? Yes, uh, I hope not. Right? Now, if you haven't seen the movie It, uh, Pennywise is the infamous clown who spent his time terrifying children and living in sewers. I'm not joking. That's actually the story. Uh, and apparently it's going to be even scarier than the original. Oh, that is a... We'll get a picture of that up on the app for I'll, you guys. I'll throw that in the Snapchat. Yeah. That'll be uh, weird flying through some stories. Yeah. <laughs> that is it, the creepiest ever. Yeah. It is scheduled for a September 8th, 2017 
release date, so you still got to wait another year. Who's playing Pennywise? Do you have? Uh, that? Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Mm. He's primarily known for his role on Netflix Hemlock Grove right now, and they say that his portrayal of Pennywise is going to make you crap your pants. Well, just looking at that picture, that's yeah. And that, of course, is the first promo shot of Scarsgard's uh, clown. What would you do if you woke up middle of the night and that was at the foot of your bed? I would obviously, uh, my my heart would explode. That's it. You just lay there, I heart think, explodes, yeah, and you're love. No, no, it's love for Pennywise, <laughs> the murderous clown. Yes. Do that's you think right. he's scarier than the than the original Pennywise? I don't know. The original Pennywise was creepy as. Put a pick a hip up. I want to see uh, like his head. What kind of clown hair does he have? I'm gonna guess it's. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be that red, you know, Pennywise hair. I'm picturing they're going more like extreme raggy clown. They might. Pennywise was a little more put together. Pennywise might have been put together. (laughs) Right? Right? His hair was a little more put together. It was. I'm picturing this to have like chunks of hair missing. But Pennywise had, do you remember? Oh, the fangs. He filed down every single tooth. So they were all spikes. In the front. And he had those, like, yellow eyes. I watched that as a child on a black and white TV. Oh that was the first God. time I saw it in the kitchen. It was always on TV, right? I remember yeah, that, too. It was yeah. just being on, like, regular broadcast television. Yeah. I put a picture up of the original in the app. I don't think anyone would accuse him of being put together, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this guy's got it all together. Yeah, you're hired, Pennywise. Welcome to the law firm. <laughs> oh, his hair is well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I guess he's not totally put together. <laughs> His makeup's well done. <laughs> this clown's got it going on. Yeah. Anyways, the put together clown. Uh, the classy version of the two. That's right. Okay, if you go to a safari park or any kind of like a petting zoo, do you let the animals touch you or do you like to stay away from that? Orangutans, to me, are pretty much freaking terrifying, right? Because mm-hmm. an orangutan can literally tear your arms off if it wants to. Well, there is this video of a woman that is circulating the internet. She is in Bangkok at Safari World, and on that, it's like a, a theme park mm-hmm. with animals. Uh, you are allowed to interact. Now, this was posted to Reddit, and apparently she let the orangutans squeeze her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> What? I d- Who I, does this? I don't know. I'm going to say the orangutans are trained to do that. I don't think they're trained to squeeze boobs. Because you're asked, like, for a picture, yeah. you're supposed to stand with your arms out to the sides. Okay. Okay? Uh, like, so, you know, like, if you're playing a game of, like, uh, tag. Yeah. You, know, you have to run under the arm? Yeah. Okay. And the orangutans are supposed to come and hug you. Mm-hmm. You get your picture, the monkey's... You know, beat it. Yeah. And then you have this great picture of being hugged by orangutans. Mm. These orangutans decided to start grabbing her boobs. Are there photos? There's video. Oh, no. There's photos. There's video. And I'm going to say it looks like the orangutans are trained to do it. They seem to know what motions to go through when the picture, when it's picture taken time. They even smile. Yeah, she seems pretty trusting. Would you... I would punch an orangutan if it grabbed my boobs. Oh, those poor orangutans are all dressed in like full clothing. Yeah. I know, it's kind of sad. skinny jeans. Yeah, I know, it's And a sad. Superman shirt. Ah. Oh, yeah, he's totally grabbing. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're smiling, one's the, kissing. Yeah, and they're grabbing her boobs. Oh, the hands coming around are creepy. I know. Like it's grabbing from the backside. 
uh, trainers who are nearby direct the woman to put her hands out to the side. And then an orangutan grins and he cops a feel. Mm-hmm. Almost like he knows what's up. I don't know. Oh, he knows what's up. Does he? <laughs> He's like, Does, But a boob would mean nothing to an orangutan. We don't know. They're pretty... Like, a boob would mean nothing to an orangutan, right? It's just a place for him to rest his hand before the next batch of tourists come by. That'd be so creepy having their their hands all over you. And I just assumed that the orangutans were dudes. Maybe they're women. Maybe. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they're chick orangutans. Well, they, they dress like fellas. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know. Well, yeah. I think that's why they have the underwear on. Because they are, like, you know, floppity flop. I think there's stuff in there. Well, explain the one in skinny jeans. There's I don't a, know. There's no room for anything in those. <laughs> <laughs> those jeans are damn tight on that orangutan. Yeah, that poor woman. We'll get that video up for you. Yeah, we'll get that video and we'll post a picture in the app, too, mm-hmm. if you want to check it out. Let me know if an animal has ever grabbed you, too. That's weird. I don't I don't like that. That I think weirds I was, me out. I think I was violated by a manatee. Remember when we were swimming with a manatee? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, you and did I was, claim that I was you were carrying uh, broccoli, and then it came right at me. In the water? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were swimming with it and snorkeling, and then you're feeding it, oh. and it's got like the weird mouth coming at you, and then it like went from a bits. Yeah, the broccoli did. was for the manatee. Yeah. You weren't having like a snack in the ocean. No. <laughs> <laughs> a veggie tray. Yeah. <laughs> when we do vacation, yeah. we do it up. Yeah, no, we actually purposely brought the broccoli for yeah. the manatee, but yeah. Alrighty, in sports, uh, hockey teams are notoriously vague about players' injuries. Uh, usually they're, you know, categorized as like upper body, lower body. Yeah. They don't want to give a lot of details. Well, Boston Bruins draft pick. Jake DeBrusque suffered a lower body injury while he was playing for the Swift Current Broncos uh, on October 30th. And just the other day, he he revealed in an interview what actually happened. He needed surgery after a slap shot caught him right in the boys. He says he was 18 years old when the injury occurred. He said that the puck caused one of his testicles to swell to the size of a tennis ball. Ay, 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 no cup. No, he had a cup on. Oh, and it damaged it that bad. It damaged the it cup. that bad. Holy imagine crap. It didn't. Can you imagine? Who posted a picture of the their the, cup? The dented cup last season. Yeah, remember yeah. that? Who was yeah. that? Was that McDavid? No. No? Who? Poor, poor McDavid just getting beat <laughs> up all over the place. No. Yeah, who took a uh, puck to the cup? I don't remember. I'd have to Google it. If the now family remembers the dented cup, let us know. Yeah. Uh, he said that he actually felt his, uh, he thought his appendix burst. Hendrix. 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 Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, He said it was an unbelievable feeling that he'll never forget. He said he tried to get up. He had to crawl to the bench. I I was on all fours, and they kept saying, get up, get up, walk. And I said, quote, I cannot get up. I would think that it exploded in my shorts. Well, he didn't think it was that. He thought it was something in his stomach, like an appendix or a Well, it's basically like hitting those uh, those old-timey carnival things with a big sledgehammer. Ding! And then it goes right up. Yeah. He said that he uh, they took him to the hospital and he he could feel the swelling happening mm-hmm. and then he saw it because it's his own body <laughs> and uh, he said that he felt pain for two hours in that area before medication even came close to touching it. Uh, he needed surgery for the injury and while he was sitting in a chair waiting for the doctor to come in, yeah. he fainted <sighs> and he woke up and he said to the doctor, "How'd the procedure go?" And the doctor said, "We haven't even started yet. You're not even in your <laughs> oh, No, no, no." <laughs> 
What a terrible thing to wake up to. He finished the interview saying he's all right now. Yeah. But he did reveal some uh, gory details on that. Uh, Eskimos are in Winnipeg tonight for some football action. 6.30 is kickoff, which is pretty cool. And the British Open is underway for those of you who care about golf. Uh, and, of course, we've got the Canadian Open that starts next week as well, which is kind of cool. All right, it's going to be an all right day today. We are going to see a mix of sun and cloud, 21 degrees for the high, which is nice. It is 723, and we're sitting at 14 degrees. Good morning. Okay, I'm still looking at what I can buy with my air miles. Mars is like around a thousand. Did you figure? No, out- I have, have one thousand nine hundred and eleven. Yeah. Did you figure out what you could get? No. No. Not yet. No. No, Any- not yet. Someone said I can get a one-way ticket to Vancouver. Oh, that's nice. But I still have to pay for a hotel while I'm there, and I have to find my way back. Well, you can hitchhike. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I could hitchhike, yeah. yeah. Always go with the hitchhike. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Uh, of course, we had the story in the news about how if you don't cash your air miles in by uh, January the 1st, mm-hmm. if anything that you've been collecting in the last five years will be deleted off your account. Yeah. So you have to cash them in, which means I should probably cash these in. Get rewarded. Mm-hmm. I'm Natalie hanging on. What's sure. up, Natalie? Good morning. I just wanted to make a comment about the air miles. Yeah, yeah you bet. So my parents have accumulated thousands and thousands of air miles over the years. They've only shopped at the places that take them and only fuel up where they take them. And my mom over the years has gotten kind of not well, so she's not able to travel. My dad's able to, but they do not transfer air miles to me or to anybody else unless you pay 48 cents an air mile to have it transferred to somebody else in your family. Wow. 48 cents? it ends up being really expensive. Like, not really expensive. You're still getting a deal, I suppose. But, I mean, you're not getting it for nothing even to transfer it to somebody in your own family if someone's not well enough to travel. 48 cents a mile? Yes. Holy crap. So if you're transferring enough for a trip, you might as well just buy the trip. Yeah, it kind of sucks because my brother just moved to Toronto a couple years ago. My mom hasn't been able to go visit him, and I can't use their air miles to go visit him. Well, I just I just typed in my account number in the air miles, yeah, and I have one thousand nine hundred eleven. <laughs> okay, so it's not a lot, but like if you said forty eight cents, if I want to transfer those over to Crash, that's five hundred bucks almost. Yeah, that's what I mean. What? So it's kind smoke. of a little a bit of a rip off. I mean, it's great for people that are using it themselves, yeah. but you know. But yeah, too. You should be able to transfer within the family. Well, you would think so, but yeah, they. She called. My mom called us a few times to see if I could go on a trip to Toronto with my dad to go visit my brother. And yeah, yeah it was no, going to cost. Not happening. So, no. All right, Kate. Thanks for the info on that one. Yeah, you bet. Cool. Thanks, Natalie. Thank you. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. now radio. Everybody's texting in uh, for Natalie, who called in. They're saying that she should, rather than transferring their miles, mm-hmm. just get her parents or whatever to book a flight in her name. Oh, and then it's good to go. <clears throat> yeah, this text here says Air Miles doesn't care whose name goes on the ticket. Yeah, as long as the person who owns the play owns the points. Yeah, is the one on the phone. Perfect, Natalie. Finally, the Now family has come through for you. <laughs> yes, there you go. You got it. All right, uh, I do want to talk about this because I thought this was interesting. And uh, Ginger and the Rachel, uh, the Rachel, <laughs> Ginger and the Rachel saw something what? very Is similar. That how you refer to her, the Rachel. The Rachel. Uh, two women in Peru are making uh, news because they started a full-on brawl mm-hmm. in the middle of a shopping center. 
because shoes were on sale. Mm. Now, that brawl started out with two women and then quickly ballooned to about 20 women fighting each other, pulling each other's hair, punching each other on the face. Uh, all to get shoes that were on sale. And they're I, nice shoes, don't get me wrong. I've never witnessed this in real life. Like you always see uh, like the a cra- fight. Yeah, you always see the crazy videos online of people fighting over the most mundane things yes. at a grocery store or a toy store or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But I've never seen it in real life. I want to know from you guys if you've ever witnessed a fight in public. And didn't you guys see something the other day? Yeah, we saw a couple uh I don't know if they were breaking up. Or getting back together. Mm. But the woman was mad. Oh. But like a controlled anger. Not hysterical, screaming and crying. Yeah. But just really loudly uh, laying it down to her boyfriend about how uh, how is she supposed to feel loved if she if he keeps treating me this way? What? You can't keep breaking up with me. <laughs> really? So I don't know. I think maybe he had broken up with her a lot and he was trying to get her back again. And she had just had enough and sort of snapped. She was done with him toying with her emotions. Yeah, but it yeah. was way louder than anyone should ever be in a public situation. Where? What kind of public setting? It was just like in front of like a strip mall. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And we were walking. We had the girls. And I was like praying because it was like so loud and awkward. Yeah. They I were was, screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah. I was really hoping our oldest was going to like, because you know kids will like just, they don't care. They're no filters. They might ask why someone, I was hoping as we walked by, she'd ask, dad, why are they yelling? Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't know, daughter. They're much too loud, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Just of course. Because yeah. 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 <laughs> you shouldn't be yelling like that on the street. Well. But she kept her friggin' she didn't say anything? zipped. Didn't say anything. <laughs> didn't say a word. Did you stare them down? Yeah, well, we like took, because we were like loading the kids up in the van and we yeah. took like half an hour because I wanted to see how I was going to finish. Oh, yeah. But she wasn't slowing down. Hmm. 30 minutes they fought? They fought for, like, there was people uh, had, like, eaten meals and, like, left by the time and they were still wow. going. Sun was setting. <laughs> Is it pretty one-sided? Yeah, he was yeah. just taking a brow beating. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All I right. can see why he broke up with her three times. <laughs> I want to know from you guys, when did you see a fight break out in public? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the time that you saw a fight in, in public. Uh, there's a video that's uh, all over the internet of a women fighting at a shoe sale in Peru. This just happened. It started with two women and then ballooned to 20. Mm-hmm. They're just fighting over these crazy shoe prices, I suppose. Would you fight over a lamp? Uh, no, but I almost fought a woman over a picture. What picture? Uh, I don't. It was a picture of a moose. Oh, and, the fun moose one. Yeah, the fun moose mm-hmm. one. And she, I, t- I picked it up and I put it in my cart at HomeSense. Mm-hmm. And then she walked up to me and was like, oh, I, I really wanted that for my daughter's room. I just put it down. <laughs> and I said, this is home sense. <laughs> this is like, you don't know home sense rules. You put it down. It's fair game, lady. And she gave me her phone number and said, if I change my mind to call her. Damn. I didn't. And it looks great on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> just rub it in. <laughs> you could have started a fight. You don't put down at home sense and then try to claim it back. Why Mars like loads up the cart? You load and then up the cart as she's walking around. She'll you slowly put, thin the cart. Then out. you thin it out. Yes, yeah. you see it, you like it. Cart. <laughs> then before you get in line, you you analyze, look at your budget, see what you really like and what you really don't. That's why I buy the tills. You see all the random stuff yes. stuffed in the shelves. You could tell Mars was there. Oh, every woman. No, every woman knows. There's like pillows stuffed in the every, cell phone cases. Every woman that I've told that story to, they're like. <gasps> She had no idea how to shop at home since. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> Damn right, that's how you do it. Um, public fights. Mars almost almost started one there. Uh, let's go to Jason here. How you doing, Jason? 
Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. All right, so did you see a fight go down in public? Oh, man, it was awesome. So four years ago, we're playing, uh, like, B-League, Rec League softball in Edmonton, Beer League. Yeah. And uh, we're playing at a huge diamond, and it's down by the River Valley. And in the way, way, way left outfield, there's these picnic tables that aren't really near enough to the ball diamond for normal people to hit balls over to them. Okay. And at one of these picnic tables, there's a guy sitting there like a whipped puppy, and his girlfriend is just shredding him. And they get started. She gets started on him right around the time of the coin toss, so it's early, early in the game. Yeah. And by the second inning, she is still eviscerating this guy, and he hasn't said a word. But we can hear her at both benches because she's that loud. She's carrying through that much open space. <laughs> and she's swearing at him like a sailor. And standing up and she's animated. She's got the hands going. And he hasn't even moved his shoulders. Like, the guy looks like he's been tranquilized to just oh. sit there and take the whole thing. Yep. So our team captain can hit really, really, really far, but he usually doesn't because it's beer league and nobody cares. Yeah. So he talks to the team captain on the other team. And the guy goes out there and talks to his fielder, and he's like, don't catch this. So he pitches to our team captain. He crushes the ball into the outfield, and sure enough, not only does it go over there, it hits the picnic table, scares the crap out of the lady that's screaming at her boyfriend, and she picks up the ball, and now she's, like, fixated on the person that hit the ball. Oh, no. no. She comes marching over to the diamond, and everybody's like, no, I didn't see what happened. We all just pretended nothing happened. Yeah. Well, so she throws the ball at, like, three of the people in the outfield that are trying to calm her down. And when she turns around, her boyfriend is gone. She just got up and left. <laughs> this, this was his opportunity to run. Oh, yeah, he, he saw was, his he out. He was like, that's my out, and I'm out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he took it. Yeah. So 30 minutes later, we're just packing up. He shows up at the ball diamond going around the long way, and he hands our team a case of beer. <laughs> yes! He ended up joining our team. He played out the rest of the season with us. Are you kidding? That's awesome. No, he was like, thank you. Oh, I've been trying to get rid of her for months. So oh. What happened? So he pulled some move where he stood her up, and then he told her he was busy, and there was someone else, and whatever, and thought he would just get away for like from her. Yeah. But instead of getting away from her, I guess she like caught him walking down in the river valley. Oh. Like, I want to talk to you. So instead of just running away like a normal person, yeah. he was like, "Okay, I'll give you a chance." Yeah, he to took it like a it. champ. Oh, Wait a it second. Wasn't a talk. It was like a beating. <laughs> what normal person runs away when someone says, "I want to talk to well, you"? Well, <laughs> he knew he needed to get away from her. Yeah. Yeah. If I was the kind of person she was, I would have run away. Yeah, I'd be running from her, too. <laughs> That's yeah. great. From the games he played, that guy could run. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for that, Jason. Thanks, Jason. You bet. Take care, guys. You bet. Bye-bye. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she sounds like a real catch there. Yes, she does. Oh, uh, Let's jump to uh, Dorian. How you doing, Dorian? Not too bad. Yeah, I saw a fight in public um, oh, it was quite a few years ago, probably at least 10 years ago now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was at Westmount Mall. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, working as a construction worker there. We were renovating it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was working an evening shift and the, uh, these two guys came out of a restaurant and they were brothers. And you can tell they were, they were kind of bickering back and forth as they were walking to their, uh, uh, van. And by the time they got to the van, they were already pushing and shoving each other. I think they were fighting over who was driving. <laughs> okay. okay. And then, then they were drinking, too. Yeah. Uh, they jump into the van. The one, the old, the bigger guy, he, he obviously got into the driver's seat. But the van started jerking oh, back no. and forth. Yeah. And, uh, one guy was on the uh, gas pedal. The other guy was on the brake. Eventually, <laughs> the gas pedal won. Yeah, off the curb, hit a little Nissan Sentra, oh. slept over 
landed on its side, and then the two guys crawled out and started fighting each other. Yeah, and the security guard I was standing with, she goes running, and uh, and the movie theater just let out. So there was a whole crowd of people, and yeah, it was was quite awesome. Do you think they were fighting because uh, one guy clearly was drunk, and the other guy's like, no, you're not driving? No, I think they were both a little drunk. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what they were fighting. So they're over, lucky but, they hit uh, the car and rolled over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice that they ran over that little Nissan. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks so much, Dorian. No problem. Bye bye. <laughs> Uh, this text here from Joel in St. Albert says, Good morning, guys. I have a funny story for you. I like to embarrass my fiancé in public. So we were at Walmart in the parking lot, and he was ahead of me. As I got out of my vehicle, I slammed my door, and I yelled, I can't believe you slept with my sister! Yes! Yes, you did. Well, I'm going to try that next time. The whole parking lot turned, looked at me, and then looked at my fiancé, who started to run into the building. <laughs> Uh, that's love, funny. I love being loud in public with Mars. Oh, I'm totally going to do that next time. He does that. Okay, that is like crash <laughs> all the time. He'll stand at the other end of Costco and be like, Mars, do you need new Contigos? <laughs> Absolutely. And usually we do. Yeah, don't <laughs> yell. <laughs> and everyone's looking to be oh, like, oh, yeah. where's the Contigos? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do another one here. Uh, we'll go with Mark. Did you see, where did you see a public fight go down? It was Walmart, Christmas time, a couple oh. years ago. Uh, the one on the north end there, 137th yeah. Street. Oh, yeah. Or Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we needed to get this uh, thing for my daughter. I uh, can't remember the name of it. It was like Flutterby or something. It's a little ferry, sits on a base. You push the button, and then the thing flies. I in remember the air. those. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. a huge craze. So we go in there looking for this, and we get to the aisle that, that it's in. And there's two Walmart employees at each end, and in the middle of the aisle are two women screaming at each other, <laughs> and there's only one of these flutterbys on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there talking with the employees. They're like, they've been going for a little while yelling, and they're after that thing. Yeah. Damn it, that's what we want, too. So we stood there, and as soon as the slaps started flying and the hair pulling started, my wife darted in there, grabbed the darn thing, <gasps> and we went up to the till. Oh, no. Sneaky. Yeah, no, cops are coming through the doors we were paying for. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. All Join right, the conversation. Of ending yesterday hmm. afternoon. Did you see that? Like a touchdown? Yeah, it touched down. It wasn't just a little funnel? <clears throat> no, it wasn't a funnel. Uh, no damage was reported as of last night. Environment Canada said the twister is considered a land spout tornado, hmm. which is interesting. Uh, people said that who live out in that area uh, near Bymore yeah. and Endings and that they were moving some things around in the yard and they noticed a funny little cloud. It was moving and starting to get bigger. This mm. is a quote from the people. It's <laughs> adorable. Uh, they said everyone here who noticed it uh, looked at it at the same time. So the whole community came out and stood on their yards to watch it to see if they needed to run for cover. It did, in fact, touch down. Environment Canada said meteorologists are still looking for people to submit photos of the tornado and any damage it may have caused. Hmm. There's would a you, whole bunch of pictures of it. Would you be running? Because I'm picturing a little yeah, skinny one. I didn't see the picture of it uh, yet. Yeah, there's skinny one. It's a skinny one. Oh, yeah, yeah there it is. Uh, would you be running from that one? Yeah. Yeah, there's a picture on the app. The cows don't care. No, the cows don't care. The farmer who took the picture, he said he didn't really care either. Yeah. That's like the 
this set from uh, Twister, though. Yeah, it right? looks like it, doesn't it? There's going to be some cows flying through the sky. Yeah. Now, yesterday, uh, we were not under any special weather advisory. However, areas southeast of the city, including Red Deer, Drum, Heller, and Hannah, were all included. So it's been the year of... Yeah, like Funnel little clouds. funnels and tornadoes. Yeah. Uh, all right, I got some good news for you guys. Actually, I've got a couple of donut stories for you back to back. So yeah. Donut Wars is about to go down. Love it. Uh, first of all, Ginch just found this story. Apparently, starting this summer, Canadians can take their iced cap break whenever they want. Tim Hortons is introducing its new bottled iced cap. Are you excited? <laughs> this, this is how exciting big news. He is. Really? But you want it fresh, don't you? Uh, how I don't know how I don't know how long it's been inside Tim Hortons. I don't know how fresh it is. Yeah, it's just in that machine. Oh, I'm sure it's fresh every day. Is it's just like a regular Slurpee. You run into uh, you'll find like pockets of syrup, so it's really sweet. A couple sips, oh. and then you'll get like straight. You know what a Slurpee? Sometimes you just get like straight ice. Yeah, yeah. you're strong. That's no good. But if it's like melted down and in a bottle, you're getting pure ice is it, cap each sip. Is it carbonated? No, it's a Slurpee. But there's no way they keep it Slurpee-ish in a bottle. Yeah, right? must be, I think it must be liquid in there. No, it'll yeah. be liquid because you can't keep Slurpee in a bottle. Uh, no. It is a coffee blended drink. Oh, okay. So it's Canadian milk, Yeah. coffee flavor, balanced sweetness. So yeah, it's like a melted ice cap yeah. in a bottle. That, the, the sweetness is balanced? They say the sweetness oh, is balanced. I don't know about that. I have never had an ice cap. What? I have. I found them a little too sweet. I've what? never had one, not one. Mm-hmm. Look at you two in your ivory towers. What? Yeah. Get down here with the rest of us commoners. <laughs> Enjoy an ice cap or two. I have never had an ice cap. Not once. Are you uh, adverse to it? No, just- I just, I look at it as a dessert. And, you know, I, no, I'm I sure have to it's, count calories. I'm sure it's low fat. Doing it, but- Probably less calories than a beer. No, there's no I calories printed on there. I think if there was calories in it, they'd have to print it on there. I don't okay, think there's we any calories do a in it. We're googling this. I think it's no fat, no sugar. What no size cal- do you get? Uh, <laughs> zero. Large. Since it's zero calorie, I go large. I treat myself <laughs> extra large. <laughs> Let's see, calories in an ice cap. I do want to oh. thank Tim Hortons for dropping off some hot chocolate yesterday. Yeah, that was, yeah, nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. Okay. Hot chocolate um, in the summertime, guys. See, I have no problem doing that, but the ice cap. Large ice cap, three hundred and ten calories. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah. According to Tim Hortons. I know. See, whereas like I'll get like a green tea, which is zero calories. But I mean, why are you saying it like that? You sound so. Because I hate counting calories. It's the worst. And I zero yeah. flavor. I, I just hate that like during my day. You can't, can't bust out the vocal fry. I know. I just hate that I can't have whatever I want. See, Crash, when we don't look like you. What are you talking about? You can eat whatever you want. Have I, you seen my stomach? Don't do this. Don't, yeah, don't. No. no you, Ginge, come over here. No. No, no Ginge, come over here. Crash. No, you got to feel does something. Every day. No, this is. He does this jiggles every my day. Why <laughs> over here, fatty? <laughs> <laughs> this is Ginge's daily exercise. <laughs> feel. No. No, 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 right there. no come feel. on. That's skin, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that no, is that's skin. skin. No, and then when I do this, look at that. That's. When I and then when I do like crunches? Oh come on. <laughs> Isn't he? He's just worse. <laughs> See, so he doesn't understand when you actually have to make a decision to order a stupid <sighs> green tea because that delicious iced cap, you know, doesn't do good things to your body. I don't know. You don't understand it, that's why. Because you can have whatever you want. Willy nilly. Ginger, you didn't feel my back either. 
Oh, please. <laughs> I'm going to shove like a stick of butter like down your throat. It wouldn't do anything. I hope he... No, I want to kill him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, maybe this one will finally get crashed to put on a little bit of weight. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it looks like the donut wars are about to amp up big time, guys. You want to know why? Guess what Krispy Kreme just announced. What? They're giving it a shot in Canada again. Like right yes. across Canada. Yes. Uh, Krispy Kreme mm. said, listen. <laughs> You're just so excited. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they're starting to cook up a Canadian comeback. The global chain that's headquartered down in the States uh, said that the company first invaded Canada back in 2001. Uh, that seems like it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I remember that day. Customers waited in long lineups for a taste of its famed hot glazed donuts. But by 2005, no one cared. Mm. And many of the Krispy Kreme stores had to be shut down. And the Canadian franchisees filed for bankruptcy protection. Well, now the franchise has new owners and a new recipe for success. The plan is to open up 50 locations in Ontario and Quebec. And if those, I know Ontario gets everything first. Mm -hmm. And if they uh, are successful, then they're going to go nationwide. So we will see a Krispy Kreme here. Do you think it would be huge? Because everyone's so concerned with calorie counting. Is it low fat, no sugar, blah, blah, blah. Right? These, because Krispy Kreme, they're just like a full blown dessert. I don't know how it failed. I stumbled, I I hit the one in Calgary when they were still here. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was beautiful. (laughs) They turn on this when the, they make the donuts fresh in store. Yeah. Not all the places do that anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, They make them fresh in store. And when they, they make them, they come off like this assembly line. And they fire up this like siren, this like light, and I swear to God, how was- long were you lingering in this place <laughs> for the whole creation of the donuts? <laughs> when they fired up the door, then we took a break, went back and smoked. It was Ginger's holiday. <laughs> When they fired up the donut siren, it was like in those, uh, you know the zombie movies where the zombies are like, yeah. and they, like, they'll find like a living person and they all like turn their attention yes. towards that? It was me and a bunch of other like lingerers <laughs> and we just like ascended on the storm like pounding on the glass like oh, no 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 it's the best donut I've ever had in my life really? I don't think I've ever had one no oh, so good a crispy cream I just picture just a lot of icing and a lot of filler flavor like nothing beats a walnut crunch <laughs> oh you old man yeah this text here says the reason why Krispy Kreme is coming into Canada is because of weed legalization. <laughs> oh, they're well, smart. Yep, that's good. And other people are saying the donut siren was amazing. So you were outside? Yeah. And, and they run a siren and outside. And they run a siren. Well, they turn like a light on when they're like making fresh ones and they'll just give you like a freshie off the assembly line. Like for free? Yeah. So you they're waited like, there for a free donut too? Well, I was in college. It was a tough time. <laughs> they're like a dealer like that. They'll give you one to get you like hooked mm, and then they know yeah. they got you for life. Yeah, well, there you go. So obviously, Ginge will be the best customer in town here. Have I you have got to some... move to Ontario. I'm going to buy a franchise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could buy a franchise, too. Uh, we've got some peeps down in Calgary who are listening to us this morning yep. uh, on the app. And they're saying that when Krispy Kreme opened up in Calgary, it was a big deal. They also have no idea why it failed. Uh, this one here says, hey, guys, uh, listening from Calgary. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that when Krispy Kreme to open here, it was a really big deal. And it was really weird because it was like four years later, people just stopped going. Was that the beginning of the big health craze? Well, every decade you're in a health craze of one or another. Was there something big that happened that was like just a big push to be like, we really need to eat healthier? Yeah, I, I don't know. 
Uh, this text here says two things. First of all, Krispy Kreme donuts can lick my donut hole. <laughs> second, wow. Ontario and Quebec can then have a second lick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, they're getting the Krispy Kremes first. It always is that way. Mm, it's why? always that way. I don't know. Would you eat it? Yeah, I would try it. Yeah. If they opened one up here in Edmonton, yeah, I'd go. It's got to be warm, though. It's got to be a warm You want a donut. warm, fresh yeah. donut. Yeah. Here, I just want to take, I know we're doing news here. I just want to take oh, Lori on, too. How are you doing, Lori? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, doing good. Great. You want to jump in on this Krispy Kreme thing? You bet. Um, Calgary used to have a Krispy Kreme. Yeah. And they they did. You could watch the whole donuts being make, made, and then you would get the fresh one. And my kids, we would go there because they were fascinated watching the donuts being made. <laughs> yeah. And so my parents lived down there, and we were there when they first opened. And we would take them down every year. But they closed a few years ago, and we didn't know. <laughs> oh, and you did the family road trip? We're like, we had to go see the donuts. We had to take them to Tim Hortons and buy a dozen. They were devastated. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, no. Uh, Did they have the red beacon like Ginger was saying? Yeah, yeah, they do. And and what they do is have a huge sign saying fresh donuts now. Oh. Um, like a neon one that would light up. And, yeah, you would get that fresh one off for free. And mm. then we would buy a dozen. We would buy a dozen of them and go up to Banff for the day. Yeah. <laughs> and my kids one day fed them to the geese. I'm like, oh, they're going to crash so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Some lucky geese. <laughs> oh, man. Right. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Lori. Thanks, Lori. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. Bye. The best way to describe it, you know how when you go to uh, K-Days yeah. and the mini donuts, you get to see them being made? Oh, yeah. It's like exciting. That. Yes, yeah. it's like that, but on a large scale. When they flip them, you're like, oh, look how golden they are. <laughs> but imagine a full-size <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? It's going to hook me. It is going to hook yeah. you. A couple oh, years from good. now, I'll be like, hey, guys. Feel <laughs> <laughs> <on> my belly. <laughs> what happened? Krispy Kreme came to Edmonton. It's Mars and diabetes. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, off to Saskatchewan for this next story. A woman who was a teenager when she lost her mother's ring found it more than 30 years later. But where she found it is what makes this interesting. Chris Moody decided to pop in at the Value Village in Prince Albert mm -hmm. when a ring caught her eye. She went over to the jewelry counter. She took a closer look and she was like, wow, that really looks like the ring that I lost, my mom's ring, yeah. years before. So she asked the employees if she could see the ring. The ring that she lost that was her mom's had the initials W.E. engraved on the inside. Mm -hmm. So she thought, well, this is a long shot. The employee took the ring out of the jewelry showcase at Valley Village, handed it to her to have a look, and sure enough, guess what was engraved on the inside? No. W.E. Did she just run out of the store with it? No, oh. it was uh, it, it was $80. <laughs> she explained to Valley Village, like, listen, and she had pulled out her ID, yeah. and she was like, I lost my mom's ring 30 years ago when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, her mom died 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. So she just said, like, is there any way that can we work something out? They gave her the ring free of charge. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Was it was the ring stolen or she lost she it? She lost it. Yeah. She was a kid. She was playing with her mom's jewelry. Mm, and, then, and then the ring, yeah. What are the chances? What of that? are the chances? The ring was a gift from her grandpa to her mom. Hmm. But she said she liked to wear it. She was seventeen years old, went out with her girlfriends, yeah. got a little sippy sippy. Never give your seventeen year old daughter your ring. She said she was out at the roller rink. Doing a little sipping, sipping. Oh, yeah. Lost the ring and then found it 30 years later. That's crazy. What are the chances of that? A lot of, of good finds at Valley Village as of late. I know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. For those of you who are playing Pokemon Go, uh, uh, it's ruining lives. 
It's now at that level. It's also changing lives. It's also changing People lives. People are hooking up now. Yes, I know. I saw that. Yeah. People are starting to meet when they're finding yeah. certain Pokemons and mm. Pokemoning something else. Yeah, you mean Pokemon on the bench? Yeah, in the bush. <laughs> Pokemoning going on around here. Well, a man has claimed that Pokemon Go has recently just ruined his marriage. Or his to-be marriage. Yeah. His girlfriend slash fiance noticed that he had caught a monster. And so she was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So she started to look into where he caught the monster. Yeah. Well, he caught it at his ex-girlfriend's house. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. She said she checked um, on the app where he had captured the Pokemon. And because uh, it uses your GPS and time locations, yeah. it basically gave her a path of exactly where he was going. And right to her house? Right to her house. Can probably map it right to the bedroom. Yes, probably. <laughs> uh, probably. You're right. She promptly dumped him. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, he said, um, my fiance saw that I caught a Pokemon while I was at my ex's house. <laughs> what are you? You No. You are Pokemoning something out of your, out of your Pick ex's Pick only house. one thing to Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah, you don't get both. I didn't know it showed your history like that. You can find it, yeah. I guess, yeah. That shows probably every uh, character or whatever that you caught. Yes. And where you caught it. Yeah, them. where you caught it. The app allows you to check where and when you caught each of the Gotta Catch Em All characters. Hmm. So if someone grabs your phone and if you're out Pokemoning, yeah. Rage can see exactly where you've been Pokemoning around. Gotta this watch that one. This isn't good. Yeah. So uh, just keep that in mind, all you Pokemoners. <laughs> We're out there doing the stuff. Alrighty, in sports, Don Cherry is making uh, the news. Why? Well, he's adding his voice to a growing list of those that were offended by the tenor's controversial rendition of O Canada, basically because they changed the lyrics and um, kind of embarrassed Canadians mm -hmm. for the most part. Uh, Don Cherry, though, decided that he was going to, uh, I guess, rant it out on Twitter. So Cherry was offended by the change, but the targets of his offense... In his Twitter rants, may have been a little misplaced. He tweeted, quote, Oh, well, all the left-wing weirdos in this country are now happy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Even though the All Lives Matter campaign is generally embraced by conservative <laughs> Americans. Everyone lost their minds. Not necessarily yeah. associated with the left-of-center politics. Now, Cherry has taken aim at left-leaning Canadians before famously uttering, quote, put that in your pipe, you left-wing kooks, at the inauguration of former Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's, it's almost like giving this 80-year-old uh, misogynist a little racist that's just giant platform. It's yeah. a great idea. It's a great idea, yeah. Uh, as for the tenors, uh, Cherry basically left the Canadian group off easy, uh, except for, obviously, Pereira, the one who changed the yeah. lyrics, so... Uh, by the way, the tenors made a follow-up statement. They said that all of that rumor that they agreed with it yeah. and they were throwing prayer under the bus, they said is not true. That part where he changed the lyrics in the anthem was his solo to be sung in French. Mm. But he chose to sing what he sung. He chose yeah. to Yeah, the tenors, the rest of the group is saying, yeah, we don't freaking yeah. know they're, about this guy. basically just wiping Wipe, their hands yeah. clean. Chances all, are that's all you can do. He will not be a tenor. Uh, bad news for Tom Brady. A federal appeals court has rejected the embattled New England Patriots quarterback's appeal to get a new hearing in connection with his four-game suspension because of Deflategate. 
Uh, if he wants to continue to pursue the matter, he now has to take his case to Supreme Court, Jeez. which they don't think he's going to do. And then, of course, the uh, Epsies were last night, which is kind of neat. Uh, LeBron James joined Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Paul to address the police shootings of black men in a joint speech at the opening of the Espies last night. And John Cena played host, which uh, he was a little bit of a comic relief, which was nice. Uh, some of the big winners, best team, Cleveland Cavaliers, best upset Holly Holm over Ronda Rousey and best NHL player Sidney Crosby. All right, it's going to be an okay day today. We are going to see mixed sun and cloud, but 23 for the high, which is nice. It is 821 and we're at 14 degrees. Good morning. We, you've all had uh, an opportunity to hang out with a, a young kid, I'm sure, at some point in your life. Whether you have kids right now or whether your friends have kids or your siblings have kids. You know, little kids. Mm-hmm. There are certain things, though, that you would never give to a child. And the reason being is not because their health would be jeopardized, but because just a mess would ensue. I have a list of the top things you should never hand to a toddler. I'm going to say sparkles. Sparkles? Right? A little tube of sparkles. A tube of glitter. Yeah, glitter. Survey says number two. Oh, <laughs> that would be a disaster, That right? would be a disaster. If the kid ran around the house with glitter, you would never get you that out. You would never, ever, It'd ever. Be in the carpet forever. Yes. You would go to work, it'd be on your face. The number one thing that uh, this survey says you should never give to a toddler mm-hmm. is an ice cream cone. What? Why? That's the best. (laughs) That's like the staple of children. It is the staple of children, but it will get everywhere. So we've got ice cream cone number one. Yeah. Glitter number two. What about paint? Oh, yeah. Paint's on this list. list? Of course. Paint's on. Unless unless it's in like a supervised, you're going to do some finger painting. Yeah. The whole house is covered in paper. Yeah. You don't have at her. Markers? Uh, Markers is on the list as well. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know from you guys. Did you have you ever had that moment where you said, "Damn it, I shouldn't have given that to my kid"? Mm-hmm. And what happened? Well, your parents probably said that with the nail polish. Yeah, nail polish you was dumped that everywhere. I was an older one though. Why? I was an older. I was an older kid. I was painting my nails. It was an accident. I didn't go insane and just like spray nail polish That's all over my. Not what your parents say. All over my walls. They they share a different story. What did you give <laughs> to your kid, and you immediately said to yourself? I shouldn't have given that to my kid. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Oh, this is good. Yes. Things that you've given your kid, and you probably shouldn't have. Yes, or any child for that matter, and then you look back on it and you're like, yeah, I really shouldn't have done that. You're like, here, play with this. Mm-hmm. I probably have given a child a knife at one point. Uh, I th- you know what I did for uh, my nephews, remember? Oh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. They were, they were eating like chicken fingers or something. I'm like, oh, you're struggling with your fork. And I handed them <laughs> a steak knife. <laughs> and <laughs> My I- brother's wife is like, um... He's too- <laughs> Here you go, work. young man. A steak knife on your chicken finger. <laughs> uh, this text here says, I made the mistake of giving my 18-month-old a red popsicle. Mm. I thought I was smart, Mommy, though. Why? I gave him the popsicle outside. Perfect. I realized I wasn't smart until I looked at my beige lawn chair cushions on my expensive patio set mm. covered in red popsicle. Kids. Yeah. Hear me out. Kids yeah. are like cats. <laughs> no, they're not. No, no, hear me out. Kids are like cats because a cat, instead of puking on hardwood where it cleans up nicely, yes. will go to carpet 
and ruin it. Mm-hmm. A kid will take a nice popsicle <laughs> yeah. off the grass and go on the expensive <laughs> patio <laughs> furniture <laughs> and ruin it. Is <laughs> you're on the right? grass... Get as red popsicle yeah, as you want, but they go it. right to the $2,000 <laughs> outdoor patio, you know, living room yeah. set. Gone. Uh, here, let's go to Emma. Uh, you gave your kids something and immediately regretted it? Well, they, it was okay. It was like supervised play, crafty activities. I'm trying to be super mom and have given him shaving foam with some little bit of blue food coloring in. Oh, fun. Uh, to do finger painting, yeah. I yeah. thought that would, that would be great. He enjoys it. It escalated way too quickly. (laughs) (laughs) He one minute he's playing nicely, the next minute he's got his whole hands in it. Yeah, great. Before I knew it, he was on the floor using a piece. I had like a piece of paper. I did it on the table. He moved to the floor. He stripped down. He stripped from the waist down, (laughs) and he's slipping. Is using it like as a slip and slide. He looks like a smurf, and every honestly, I'm, I feel like I might have a panic attack now just thinking about it. And he's, got, he's got blue fingerprints. I had to redecorate my kitchen because he's got blue, blue foamy fingerprints everywhere he tried to hold on oh. to while I was cleaning him off. And it, did it die everything? That's yeah, blue food coloring. It died blue everything. food coloring. It yeah. was two drops. Oh. It was the worst. Thing. It was the worst thing ever. But honestly, sliding up and down the kitchen on his butt—I don't even remember when it turned, but it was—it was hard. That's a great idea, though. Slip and slide with food coloring and foam. Yeah, not indoors. Yeah, yeah right. If yeah. I party in my kitchen, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023. Now radio. We're wondering uh, if you have given your kids something. Yes. And then like immediately Immediately regretted it. it. Because they destroyed something. They... Got it all over themselves. Ginge, you have uh, multiple children now. Yeah. Yeah, they don't get anything, do they? That's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Like you just, let them out of the cage just, for dinner and lunch, and that's about it. Just throw the food right in the cage. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't even let them out. They'll sucker you in when they're about, like, I don't know, like two-ish with, mm-hmm. like, drinking out of, like, kids have, like, their toddler cups or no-spill ones. Sure. But they want the adult cups. Yeah. That's what they crave. And they'll get good at it. And you'll trust them, and you'll give them, like, a glass of milk, and they'll take, like, four regular sips, and then they'll just dump the whole freaking thing <laughs> over their face. Like, how did you forget how to drink? Yeah. You were just drinking properly. <laughs> They're like, Dada does it like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> Have you ever given them, like, a paint or a glitter, or, or do you guys you, stay you get, away? Like, you forget how, like, crazy and, like, dumb they are. We have, like, this, we got them, like, this nice, like, dry erase board. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they've been, like, good and, like, not wrecking stuff. You think they're going to stick to just a dry erase I know, board? we're idiots. <laughs> so they got to play with them, like, half an hour. Like, I spent, like, four hours building the thing <laughs> yeah. before I realized this was a terrible idea because all of a sudden it's the walls and the cats and their shoes and each other. <laughs> My God, you freaking morons. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Paint a whole wall that's dry erase and have at her. Yeah. Then they learn to draw on walls. On like, walls? no, that's a bad idea. You're that's right, you can't. What? Well, because no, then you they'll say, draw. This is the wall. No. Well, why not? Why don't they just know about the board I made? I built. Then this is the yeah. board. Oh, it's too small. <laughs> too small. Uh, Lori's on uh, six here. Uh, did you give your kids something and immediately regret it? Well, you know, it 
it wasn't so much a matter of give, but yeah. I have two quick ones. Um, yeah. My husband, I used to work um, nights at a call set bank call center, yeah. and my husband had promised my four-year-old he would do her nails and ended up on a business call. So she, he'd left the nail polish on the coffee table, she yeah. sat behind the chair and did her own nails, and it really looked like she had dipped her whole finger in the bottle. Oh, and it was no. red. Yeah, <laughs> it's just everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> But the other one was he was a residential manager and used Sharpie markers. Mm-hmm. Kids should never have Sharpie markers. My youngest, she didn't, I, I, I'm the only parent I know that has ever had this happen. She didn't just get it on the floor and the wall. She got it on the baseboards. And like I said, I worked the night shift. I came home and I'm thinking there's a lot of shade in our room. <laughs> she got it on my night table, the clock radio, <laughs> the, lamp, the lamp shade, the lamp base. And the light bulb. And the oh, light bulb, no. too? Wow, she just went hardcore with it. <laughs> she went hardcore. And of course, it's Black Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we want to know what have you given a kid, and you immediately said, I shouldn't have given that to that kid. Because they can take the smallest things and turn it into... A disaster. Uh, like this text here it says, Hey guys, good morning. I gave my 10 month old one raspberry. <laughs> oh, no. What happened with the one raspberry? I swear to God, our dining room looked like a murder scene. <laughs> one freaking berry. How is that even possible? Yeah, how can you get that much destruction with one raspberry? Is it like mulched in your mouth? I think and then it's, it's in your hands, more liquid. Yeah, I don't even think it makes the mouth. I think it gets squished in this hand. Yeah. Then like this with this hand, and then smeared. One raspberry. One. But there's not that much juice in one raspberry. There's not much hand space in a ten month old hand. Think about the circumference. This is mulch. You're just. It's a. It's big, like your own mortar. One raspberry mm. to a ten month old is like a giant berry. Mm. Everywhere. Yeah. So don't give blueberries. Don't <laughs> blueberries probably really really bad, mm-hmm. really bad. And the the stuff ends up in the weirdest places. Like it ends yeah. up everywhere. Oh for sure. When my nephews left, um, we went through the house like a week later, and we we're like, "What is this?" And we're finding like splats of jam, oh, yeah, yeah. right? And it's hardened on the floor <laughs> under the table. I'm like, where, where did Gross. this come from? Yeah. There's like orange juice behind a chair stuck in the corner. Like, what is this? Why are you behind a chair with your juice box? <laughs> uh, Corey out in Marathorpe says, when I was a kid, my mom told my brothers and I to get out of the house and go pick Saskatoon berries. We picked that day probably five gallons of berries. Ooh, nice. When we got home, our parents were out working in the yard, but we were boys. So we poured the berries on the floor, stomped on them like we were making wine. Oh, no. And then skated through the kitchen on the crushed Saskatoons. <laughs> wow. What was the mess in that kitchen? That would have been a disaster. An absolute disaster. <laughs> uh, let's go to Laura here. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Nice. All right, so did you give your kids something and then immediately regret doing it? I absolutely did a few times in my life, yeah. Yeah, what was the worst one? one? I had just bought a new vacuum, and I I was showing him how to vacuum, right? And he was loving it right up. And I went to answer the old house phone, come back to him. The vacuum is smoking and sparking (laughs) and going crazy. I looked, he had vacuumed out the toilet. Oh, Oh, no. No, no. Oh, my God. It was like 
I have never, I have four kids. I have never, ever seen that in my life. <laughs> well, who would think that the kid would throw the vacuum in the toilet? I know. Right? right? Like, in the very same kid. No, we're losing oh, you. Lord, we're losing he, you. He, I showed him, you know, the old school caps, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he loved them. So I made the mistake of showing him how to hit them with a hammer mm-hmm. and then light them with matches and they all go off at once. And it's so cool, right? Yeah. Well, he did that at the old house and he damn near burned the place down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't show a kid how to light things no, on fire. No. <laughs> no. I just, just one of those. Absolutely. Well, we're losing you there. But thanks so much for that, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Oh, have, a good, have a good one, guys. You do, too. Yeah, bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Uh, all right. I want to talk about this. I don't know if you guys have seen the video, uh, but it's uh, it's pretty cute. These dudes are driving around, and they're out in the country, mm. and they've got their phones ready to go, and they're listening to Pantera. Just rocking They're out. just rocking yeah. out, right? Uh, they pull up next to, it looks like like a pasture, mm-hmm. where there's some horses hanging out, because yeah. someone's got horses, and all the horses have their blankets on, and this one horse decides that it is going to put on a bit of a show. The guys roll down the windows, and you can hear Pantera playing in the background. Yeah. This horse started to headbang in time to Pantera. Oh, it's synced up with the music? It's like, yeah! yeah it, it did indeed. It's a 26-second video of a horse seemingly headbanging to Pantera's I'm Broken. Do you think the horse was enjoying it or irritated and it was trying to shake the sounds out of its head? Well, I don't know. Horse lovers have to tell us yeah. uh, whether or not that horse was trying to shake Pantera out of its ears or <laughs> it loved it. And I want to know from you guys, do your animals legitimately like a song? All right, we're wondering if your animal, like if you've got a pet or if you've got a horse or if you've got, you know, barn animals, Mm -hmm. if they legitimately like music or a certain group or a certain song. Do you think our cats like music? No, I don't think our, our, any of our cats like any music. Like, I'm going to try playing no. some Rascal Flats for Trigger. Oh, boy. See, uh, see his reaction. No, I think our cats get, like, distressed. What do you mean? They don't, they don't, they leave. Like, when music starts up, they're like, ugh. They don't like our taste in music? They don't like our taste in maybe music Maybe we at should all. Uh, fire up some nice jazz. Some, right? Uh, maybe we have jazzy cats. Yeah. Do you think we have uh, little jazzy cats? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we do. I, I can see our, uh, our Siamese cat pepper, like, in some, some jazz. Some jazz, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, um, my cat actually likes Mozart. Believe it or not, I don't listen to Mozart, but my cat had a lot of stress. So my vet told me to download some Mozart and just put it on. Sure enough, she almost goes into a meditative-like state. What? And will purr when Mozart plays. So by, That's interesting. By our cats leaving the room, they legitimately hate our music. Yes, they legitimately hate it. So we should try different musical selections. Let's play some yoga music. Uh, like, oh, just, like a spa like music? chill, instrumental spa stuff. Yeah. yeah. See if that does anything. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I take my dog to work in my truck. He likes anything rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're wondering if your animals legitimately like a certain song or if they like music. Uh, this text here, Alan out in Westlock, he says, my nine-year-old border collie loves the song Sweet Escape by Gwen Stefani. 
Oh. He will howl and sink during the chorus. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. Uh, Nicole, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. All right. So uh, do you have a pet that uh, just loves music? He is insane for opera. Oh, what's your pet? Debo, he's a pit bull. A pit bull loves opera. Really? Yeah, and he's 16. Oh, wow. What does he do when you play opera? He can be anywhere in a dead sleep, and he will perk up, run downstairs to the TV, stand in front of it, and barrel it out as loud as he can. <laughs> <laughs> He'll even move his tone up and down with the singers and everything. Now, I would imagine you probably downloaded some opera on your phone too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know when you need to calm the, calm the dog down, Now, right? do you think he likes it or do you think he's howling as in turn this off? Oh, no. He loves it. Because he looks at you with sad eyes when you turn it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That would suck if it's a commercial and it only goes 30 seconds. Yeah, that is adorable. Mom, turn it on. That and for some reason, the national anthem before a hockey game. Oh, that is sweet. Especially if it's the guy from Vancouver. Yeah, there you go. That's a true Canadian dog. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, love it. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489 Join the conversation. Now radio. I'm going to try all music on our cats tonight. They don't and see, know, yeah. see what, uh, see the biggest reaction I get out of particular tunes. Huh. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, uh, if you look up Dudley the St. Bernard sings Law and Order SUV on YouTube, yeah. that in fact is my St. Bernard and he will sing it perfectly. Really? So that's Dudley the St. Bernard singing Law and Order SVU on YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that one yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Jewel, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Oh, not too bad. Nice, Better nice. I didn't have to work. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Mm. <laughs> so is there a particular song or genre of music that your animal loves? You know what? Anytime that I pay, play my uh, spa music, yeah. he always comes into the bedroom and he hangs with me. Or if I listen to it in the bathtub, uh, he always comes and he sits on the, to- on the toilet and hangs out with me. Are we talking about a puppy or a cat? A cat. A cat. Oh, cat in the spa music. He does, yeah. And He's a pretty chill guy anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, do you find that it really chills out the cat? Yeah, yeah. And um, I do like tarot card readings once in a while just for myself. Yeah. Anytime I pull the deck out and I sit on my bed and I start doing the cards, he seems to know and he jumps on my bed and he lays down like either on top of them or like right across. I, yeah, I think that's a cat thing because for me, uh, whenever <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter what I pull out, whether it's cards, a board game, a puzzle, mm-hmm. you cannot do a puzzle if you have a cat. Uh, laptops, yeah. newspapers. Mm-hmm. Crash was reading the flyers at the kitchen table the other day, and Triggs came and lied on them. Yeah. And Triggs is 24 pounds. <laughs> yeah, well, mine is getting a little hefty, too. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there's a lot of lounges. Yeah. <laughs> my, my friend bought me a leash so that I could walk him, thinking that that would happen. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's either embarrassing for him and for me, walking my cat. Yeah, we tried that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, we did. I can't do it. <laughs> no, no, that's amazing. Thanks so much for that, Jewel. <laughs> Thank you. Have an awesome day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.